for like two years because like i wouldn't use it consistently enough sure but like i would try and then you can't use butter because it gets rancid and like so when i bought the new skillet for the camper i bought like a almost like a flat you know like a flat top like a griddle like like yeah. a titing titing help me out here blackstone, blackstone. but it's cast right and then yep. i put it on like the same coleman cooktop that you have mm-hmm. the two burner and i started I'm like okay i want to season this thing right and i think it's I'm trying to think of the oil that it's called, a grapeseed oil. Yeah, it's like a flaxseed oil. Yeah, yeah. flaxseed's another one. But anyway, grapeseed oil is supposed to be like really, really good for it. That worked out really well and mm. has been working really well for me. So Nice. Yeah, anyways. I I love cast iron. I think I cook better on cast iron than anything else. You don't use butter. I use. I always use I do butter use butter. On it. It's just it didn't seem like I could get. I basically started fresh with all my yeah. stuff now and then started using um, the grapeseed oil mm-hmm. and it's coming along a lot faster. Is it? Yeah. I, I like dousing oil, like when it's nice and hot, mm-hmm. put water in there and then I just, I seem like I always have to put oil or whatever before you cook. Before you cook and actually uh, I just did, what was the thing I just did recently here? I fr- Oh, I was uh, searing the beef for the, I did like a beef vegetable soup Yeah, and I had to add more oil so it's almost like the the cast iron was still soaking in mm. oil i'm sure the meat did too but i had to like add more butter and stuff just to keep it fresh I only, <clears throat> I only did cast iron like had it seasoned perfect once as we had a guy's weekend up at my cousin's mm-hmm. we did like eggs and i literally just cracked it and i forgot to put anything on there and yeah. it was perfect and i was like i probably could never do that again yeah when we went to canada um at that fishing outpost they had this like i'm sure it was like a i don't know 20 inch skillet let's say pretty big skillet <laughs> you would look at that and almost think it was gross how thick this seasoning was because like mm-hmm. you could see on the bottom it it almost looked like if you were to put like candle wax on something like it just stopped yeah like it was a coating and i was like oh, this thing is fabulous you know <laughs> like i've never seen this before and everyone's like eh, it looks like it's gross and hasn't been touched in a long time like that looks like Someone has been using that since World War One for well. And the biggest thing people don't realize is you have to do the whole like you have to do the outside too yep, when you everything. season it, right? Yep. Not just the inside where you and cook, then you, you kind of have, have to, to touch everything. it up. It's a little bit of a pain. You do have to take a little bit more time. It's not just like it's a pain. It like, is. I mean, to, initially, compared to Teflon, right? Initially, know. but then like you can you shouldn't use metal, but you can use metal on cast iron. You know, like that's a big no no with Teflon. Right, and then just. Teflon, like I love our Teflon pans, but they go to junk after a while. Yeah, like the, for sure. like for ours sure. are five years old. They're still in good shape, but like they're starting to show a little age. Right. I I, I got some hand-me-down cast irons that are probably older. Than, the one, the lodge one, is older than I am. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably <clears throat> as old as my dad. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's perfect. That's the best thing about cast iron. If you mess it up, just scrape it off and reseal right. it. Right. For for uh, thirty dollars, you get what like a ten inch pan, right? Yep. And that thing should last you your lifetime if right. you can get, yeah. get it. Down. And if you're worried like chemicals and stuff like that, Teflon, like it, it's called it's called PFAS. It's a specific uh, line of chemicals that is put into anything nonstick, mm-hmm. like the inside of popcorn bags, te- Teflon pans. Mm-hmm. A million, there's a million PFAS chain chemical uh, uh, chemical chains or whatever. Some of them are known to cause cancer. Mm-hmm. Some they don't know yet yeah. out of the thousands. And that's what 3M, Yeah, with that big, oh, they made a bunch of Teflon items and stuff like that in Minnesota here, and it poisoned all the water supply mm-hmm. down by Prior Lake. Anyways, it's all from that PFOS from Teflon oh, and stuff like that. Sure. So well, and- eating chips of Teflon is probably not good for you. So. And here's a fun fact. If anyone's allergic to nickel, mm. you uh, cast iron is a substitute for nickel. Really like cooking on it, like if some people are really sensitive, like I didn't realize that was an like a known <clears throat> allergy. Well, Mariah's got it, so like oh. anything out of a can, she can't have. Really, keeping yeah. it classy, you guys. So drink like bottles, that's cool. Bottles, she can't have beer because there's nickel and wheat. Like shoot me, like oh yeah, all this stuff. But like um with like cooking hamburger mm-hmm. on cast iron, it's fine. Like, sure, it's a good substitute for anything nickel. Good to know. I guess. I don't know if there's pots and pans that are, some of them are made cheap. How do you keep her from back talking if you can't give her a can of whoop ass? (laughs) That's what I want to know. How? What is the trick? That's what I want to (laughs) know. 
Well, you can hit her with a pan. Oh, yeah, we can hit her with a pan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looney Tunes it. Uh, hold on, disclaimer. Border Outdoors does not condone yeah. domestic violence. No. <laughs> Welcome to Border Outdoors <laughs> Podcast. I'm Mac. I'm Seth. I'm Corey. Uh, we got a bunch of t- stuff to talk about. Corey's back. We haven't seen Corey for Hi, Corey. a, it's been a little bit. How's it going? We got, uh, right off the bat, let's talk Big Buck Contest. Yeah, let's talk about it. I think we should <laughs> score the racks because looking at the photo, like his is wider, but I think mine's taller. Let's, let's put it this way: but he's somebody got shot a six a, pointer. You yeah. got a four pointer. A, a tall. Okay, pointer. but let's say somebody shot a ten pointer and sh- somebody shot a twelve pointer. Oh yeah, you have to score them regardless. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So I, I thought that's what we, we were should doing. measure main beam, main Thanks, beam Seth. length, and I don't know how you measure a four pointer. <laughs> Like time length, very careful. All the time lengths, and then you don't have a G three and G four opening, so you just measure the yeah the widest beam width. We're gonna Google yeah. it. We're gonna figure it out. We'll find a way, and we should measure it because I'm a little whiner. And I thought that <laughs> was I thought that's what we were doing is we we're gonna measure all of the yes. bucks. If we, anyone we're going else to well, I, yes, like in my head, if it was close, we, like so the one I do through work, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like if you can't tell from a picture, like no, this one's way bigger. <laughs> Then we would go to score. We it. should totally score it because it's so much more fun to say Corey won with a 27-inch yeah. buck <laughs> yeah. or Nick won with a 35-inch buck or right. whatever they end up being. I don't oh, know. Don't worry. I got – what is it? What is today? The fifth? So what is that? I got 26 days left. So here's the weird thing. So I, I was saying I've been seeing all these deer, right, especially in the yep. spring I saw a lot. And even in the summer I saw a lot of deer. Since rifle opener, man, it's been sparse. Yeah. Like, there's still tracks in my yard and stuff, but, I mean, I, I maybe see one or two a week compared to, right. like, sometimes 10 yep. driving to work. I was just talking it's about nuts. that today. Like, I I talked to the farmer today who I got the land from. He's asking. I'm like, I haven't seen anything. He's like, deer numbers are way down. He's like, we see four does. I don't know that they're down. And he's I think- like, I don't know where they are. And I've seen one buck, and it was that little one that was, like, a four-pointer like you, but and I was going to shoot it. But it had the other side that was shot. It was busted off, so it was like an Elliot buck from. Do you have to call it? You have to call it small. <coughs> yeah, it's just small antlered. It's, it's, it's a young deer. Yeah, remember, it's small remember, antlered. Remember like, when what, he said, what, like, dude, remember when he went on the rant about let him grow because if you shoot yes. that deer, then it can never get bigger. Right. I really thought you guys weren't going to shoot anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was really kind of banking. Dude, how, on ma- it. how many pounds do you think that body was dressed? Dude, I got forty nine pounds of trim. That's a nice deer. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, so. I, Weekend Warrior Corey goes out like three times. Puts and, got her done. and got her done. And he got her done. <laughs> I went out three times bow hunting. Nice. Excuse me. Nice. And rifle hunting twice. That's awesome. Good That's for you, man. Need. That's just five dude, days. congrats. That much yeah. better of a hunter. That, dude, you get that much more What's your percentage freezer? up to now? Oh, if it's still horrible. Not the 30% ones out of three years. Since you shot your first deer. Oh, my. Yeah. So within the last, within the last, Oh, uh, let's see. So I bought my bowl. Within the last fifteen years, I bet I'm I'm over fifty percent. I bet I'm closer to seventy five percent. So you gotta be getting close to lifetime thirty percent. I mean, if if you figure all the years that I didn't shoot a deer, we should I'm either. probably at thirty percent. Yeah, sure. But yeah, the last fifteen years, I'm I'm well over fifty percent. Not trying to toot my own horn, but yeah, yeah, it's I've also worked a lot harder at it in the last fifteen yeah. years. I think I've shot, I've been hunting, uh, what would it be, 24 years. Wow, I'm old. (laughs) I've been hunting 24 years, and I think I've shot, I think this year I shot my 28th deer. Oh, wow. I've had a couple years where I shot two to four. Doubled up. In that time, there's only been one season where I didn't shoot a deer. We're in the presence of greatness. No, 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 no. Bow down. If you add some of those up, they might equal one mature deer. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? (laughs) Numbers, numbers is numbers. Well, you you, you <laughs> also were fortunate enough to be in an intensive harvest area for yeah, yeah. quite a while. Shoot. Right. Yep. And I was able to go like two and you years. Were, you, I went up there and, and shot two does in one night. And bow hunting at a young age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to take away, but like you've also put a ton of time in. Right. Time and opportunity was there. Mm-hmm. So it just was like it shook out that way. What, what have I, I'm going to count bow hunting because rifle I didn't. I wouldn't count that early. Oh. Let me back up. I didn't shoot a deer my first two years. Yeah. My bad. I totally forgot that. Oh, whoop de doo Two I'm, years. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. So, yeah, my first two years didn't shoot anything. My third year, I got my first one, and then it went been, up from there. I've been bull hunting six years, and I've shot in six deer. Nice. That's awesome. Four four bucks and two does. And, again, I mean, like, that's counting 
this year I haven't gotten anything yet. But you mm-hmm. could have flung a couple arrows this year. You know what I mean? Just if you, one. Just that one. Oh, that, <laughs> that one buck that was one like buck, the one. Yeah. Okay. That's about the only deer I've seen. Sure. But you could have. You passed <clears> it. Mental kill. Let him grow. Mental kill. Let him grow. Hey, if it works out, I could film. Yeah. Slide that mic over just a little bit. Oh, geez. Pull the whole table. Would Mariah excited. go for that? What? <laughs> Kenny doesn't know what I'm talking I know, about. I know. And Corey slowly about. gives me the pound sign. Uh, I got it. Just took me a little while. You're so innocent. <laughs> took me a little while. But so, okay, update on the big buck contest. We have us three, uh, Corey, Seth, and myself. And then we have Nick and Reese from the Brotherhood. Yep. Corey's got a four pointer. Yep. Nick got a six, but it was supposed to be a seven, but one of them was busted off. Mine so, was supposed to be a six, but in a brown tie, so sure. I feel his pain. So we're going to measure yeah. this. It's close it, it, It's it's close enough to have some fun measuring, yep. just yep. for fun. So we still got till December 31st. For anyone that hasn't got one between us, <clears throat> Seth, Reese, and I, mm-hmm. to get an entry in. Otherwise, it's between those two, and then we have to buy them guys uh, dinner. Right. Well, I mean, I think we should, be like, in a year like this, like five guys, one meal. It's, like, it's almost like we should just buy both of them dinner. Right, so we should. Like, I agree, like, dude. That's what it should be. <laughs> yeah, is like the whoever shoots two. one. Yeah, well, yeah. In a scenario like this, I'll gladly buy Corey dinner. Yeah, I'm not buying Nick dinner. He's big. He might eat a lot. You know, just feeling. No, not that kind of big. He just he's like seven he's feet mus- tall. He's a muscular guy. And uh, I'll try to make up for it in a bar tab. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just think also it'd be kind of cool, like. We could talk about how to score a deer, kind of just go through a do quick a YouTube video. Right. Well, yeah, I know, but just kind of go through it on the podcast. It, it might be kind of interesting. We could do know? it live. Yeah. We should uh, We should set it up. We should. Because uh, right before the baby comes, we'll have those guys come over. We'll get five mics going, and we'll do a podcast while we're scoring it. Yep. And then uh, we'll just talk, have fun giving each other shit. And, right. You know, I was, then I was, we'll go out to dinner after. I was thinking about yeah. that on the drive or, here. Right? Or maybe we'll go to do it after we have dinner <laughs> it'd be uh, it'd be do really it interesting to, to meet a lot of these people you know like you you hear them on the podcast all the time and i i've met tim once i've never met scott i've never met anybody from brotherhood well you it, had a chance you could have came over for the 100th episode remember yeah but i thought the getting was going to be better <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, it would, it would just be kind of yeah. interesting to meet everybody i don't know it sound yeah. like good people so be be nice to meet so yeah, absolutely, that's the update for Big Buck contest. Um, before we move on, what are any? Do you guys have any um, quick tips for late season bow hunting? Uh was, is muzzleloader done now? No, nope, muzzleloader goes till the in Minnesota so, till the eleventh of yep. December. So I went out to that state land on Friday. I got out for like an hour and a half, but whatever, that's all it takes. So I went out for an hour and a half in the afternoon, and. Um, it was the most trucks I've seen on that state land Dude, all season. Muzzle loader has loader. really, really? Yeah. blown up. Definitely in the last five years, maybe more in the last, well, you could make an argument for a while back. But, yeah, yep. as of recently, it's really blown up. In a, in, a, in a half a mile stretch of this one county road where I think I maybe saw one truck parked along there this whole season, I saw six trucks parked. I was oh, like, shit. holy crap, here we go. And you know, maybe maybe were some you of them were your blaze orange. I did. I made sure to have my blaze orange hat and vest on, um, even though I was just bow hunting. I went out and did one rattle and grunt set. It's you know, it's a it's a little past that stage for them, but there might be a few ambitious bucks that were going to come in. And I, I I just wanted to see something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, like I didn't feel good about my odds. I didn't have a stand hung. And I tried a new area, and just for fun, I tried to draw some out of a swamp over this this little hill. The wind was right, and uh, nothing. Fair amount of deer sign, but like Corey alluded to, not seeing any deer all of a sudden after gun. Yeah. So many of these deer are nocturnal now yeah. yep. or very late. So I went out for a drive with the kids to look at a property. And on the way to it, it was about 20 minutes to dark. I drove by a field that had three deer in it and it was like overcast. So it was getting really dark. And uh, it took maybe 10 minutes to go to the property and back to that field. Sure. And there was 20 some deer in that yep, field. I believe it. So what's I, cool about it though, sorry, is that like now there's snow. Right. So right. like that last light, it's yep. easier to oh, see yeah. stuff. So if they start coming out when it's later and later, it's almost seems like shooting time gets later. Right. Because you can see 
so much longer and better right. than you can in the fall. So, so some of the temperatures haven't been able to help. Uh, I mentioned that that state land I was, uh, state land I was hunting, there's a uh, creek that runs through it. I would try to go deeper, you know, like if, if you usually hunt within a couple hundred yards of your truck, I mean, I, I would do a bow hunting anyways, but I would try to go deeper. Uh, and I would also probably try to hunt uh, almost right on top of bedding areas. You don't want to spook anything out of there, but right. I get as close to a thick bedding area as I could probably. Yeah, because yeah, if they're coming out last minute or right. late. You want to catch them right as they're coming out. So, like, I would say within 50 yards, if you can be quiet of a bedding area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for bull, I guess, muzzle it or you can right. stretch that out a little bit. But I think Seth's going to win the big buck contest because you know that picture I sent you, that one buck? And you're like, geez, Mac, get out there and shoot that. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That wasn't on my land. That's up yeah. towards. Oh okay. That yeah, that's area. what I was looking for. And that's for. and we have it knocked down to an area that it is. Yep. So Seth's like, I'm going for that thing. He's like, I, it's been ever since I saw that picture. It's been. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I like I, I like my gut tells me if I just put in some time out there, I'm gonna have a chance. I don't know why. I just have that feeling. Remember where I took you shed hunting? Yeah. On same general yep. area. Mm-hmm. That hillside, I was like, man, yes. I came up here muzzleloader that year, and right. I like there was tracks everywhere, and like yeah. it, it was an obvious buck area. You know, it was a south side of a <clears throat> of a ridge and uh, Next sunny side. Yeah, yep. That all these all mixed down in. Yeah, it. Like, dude, I would, I would no. go there. Do you, I might regret this. I offered it before. If you want to borrow the muzzleloader this weekend, <sighs> it's probably easier to. You got to buy oh. another tag, but if you want to borrow the muzzleloader. Trust me, I was tempted to call you last weekend. I thought I was going to be able to sneak Could out. Have just come over and grabbed it. The wife was out of town, so I had the kiddos. But we just had, we were just having too much fun. I wasn't going to try to pawn them off on anybody. I actually would. Ooh, boy, was, take I, I when I to. when I text him on Friday, like I didn't really have any plans. I was going to say, hey, if you want to, I could bring Easton over. Yep. You can go out and do an afternoon sit, and I can make dinner. But dude, I was should have. I probably made. Or you should have soup with runs on the couch. You should have brought him over to me, and you could have gone out. Why do I need to go out? Go shoot a big doe. Dude, we should talk Give about Give me one of the ham hocks. I'll we, be yeah. <laughs> we should talk about that conversation that we had when you were over here on Friday. That, Which like, one? Worst case scenario, if like Seth and I ever get divorced. Oh, dude. Like, it would never. Like, I've never. Okay, would Jackie, you know? hold, yeah, on, no, Jack, no, hold on. Hold on. Before we go any further, was, Jackie, if you listen to this, this was just. <laughs> A was fun, hy- yeah. Uh, this is just a fun idea to Hypo- make the, mo- the most of was. the worst. No, okay? it was like it would never, ha- it would never happen. But we were just like talking about like hunting and stuff. <laughs> and we're just like, you just want to move in together? <laughs> yeah. A little bromance. Yeah, if we got divorced. Yeah. We would yeah. have just a dude shack. Yeah, it was so funny because like we started laughing and then like people probably think we're gay. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, hon. Hey, what's up, babe? Just making wild <laughs> game for each other every night. You guys didn't have to explain that. Like, I, I already <laughs> think you are. So no, we had like, to. it would never happen. But we just started laughing about it because we were making fun of somebody, and uh, we're just like, just imagine if we would have went like, if we would have never got married, and like everyone talks about like, oh, if you never got married, think of all the stuff you could do, and it's like I'd never, I wouldn't redo it ever, like over again. Like I love what I got going on, but it was so freaking funny. With like the conversations we were having, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like what? What are like if and if like we weren't? Like, I shouldn't say if we got divorced. I should say if we didn't get married and didn't have kids sure. and all yep. this stuff. Yeah. I suppose that's probably more the way I should lean into this. Because, <laughs> like we, like we kind of like said the 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 divorce part. We're like, well, that would never happen. So like, what if we never got married? And we yep. became friends like way early in life. Yeah, we we're could've... we were talking about some people. What brought it up was we were talking about people that we know that got divorced and got into different relationships, yeah. yep. and like some get into them a lot quicker than others. Yeah. And we're like, man, I just can't imagine getting no. into one before a certain timeline goes by. Yeah. You know, it was so freaking funny. Yeah, you guys are weird. it was funny. Like the conversation got weird. Yeah, we started <laughs> we started to almost get excited about it. And then we're like, to be a fly like, on the wall for that. We probably shouldn't be getting excited about the idea of not being married anymore. So I checked your phone when you had it to me because I thought it was my work phone. I was like, I shouldn't be taking a picture of this with my work phone. <laughs> oh, Seth brought crazy. a beer over from Spilled Green. No, I didn't. Corey oh, did. Sorry, Corey brought a beer over from uh, Spilled Green Brewhouse in Annandale called The Bearded Man. Mm-hmm. You want some? Yeah, I'd probably like some. <laughs> 
called wow, it tastes it's delicious. Old ale. Is it wow. like got like mahogany? Well, here it have like a mahogany. I mean, it's got a pretty good mahogany color, if you ask me. Look yeah. at that. It tastes just like uh, cigar ashtray and freaking liquor. I'm no, <laughs> I'm no yeah. beer aficionado, but I would say that's a dang good beer. Tim, probably like, Tim's probably like, I know exactly the one they're talking uh, about. I'm, okay, we're all going to take a sip. Nobody say a word. On the count of three, we're all going to say one word that describes what it tastes like oh, to hold us. Hold on, I need another one. Yep, take another taste. Yeah. Oh, man, this is difficult. Think of a word. I got it. One, two, three, leather. Caramel. I wasn't, no. You didn't even say a word. No? I didn't realize that we were going to, I was going to say chocolate. Okay, that's fair. The caramel, I could see caramel. I I was going to say caramel and coffee. Oh, coffee, yeah. What is, leather, I don't know. It's just (laughs) leather. Leather. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's good. I'm not a beer guy. For like, I mean, this can is giant. It's like a, what do they call a silo? That's a, that's a crawler. A crawler. It looks like intimidating, but like I, when you taste it, it's a smooth beer. Yeah. Like it's not they like may, a they, super they great filling. Beer. I was trying to think of like like an outdoors outdoorsy name success. to call you. Yeah, I, I was just totally blanking on something. Looking at this wide can, knowing it's called a crawler, <laughs> a tin yeah. can. Thinking back to Corey's single days, <laughs> I think he might have brought a crawler or two back from the bar, and it wasn't one of these. Cans. I would probably say that. <laughs> Isn't this Corey's nickname? Like, isn't that? Like- <laughs> I, I would say the girls would probably call that about me because I had to crawl my way in. <laughs> so, uh, what were we talking about? Um, uh, late season, oh, late ta- season tactics. tactics. Yeah. So uh, here's the other tactic. I think it's really important because I think most of us, most people have checked out of deer hunting. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a bow hunter, you probably checked out. But turn on friggin' your favorite bow hunting show or deer hunting show. Pour a cup of coffee. You're going to get excited as you watch it and then think how many months until opener and right away you're going to start getting depressed like dude and then look at the calendar and Seasonal realize depression. there's yeah. still freaking 30 well 26 days. 26 days left to yeah. try something here's the other thing hunting season doesn't for the most part it does close december 31st here in minnesota the vast majority of things close down uh if not all there's coyote hunting to do in the winter as well. Yeah. And Seth and I actually did a tournament one year that was put on um, by some guys I went to high school with. Is that the Hollywood Sports yep. Complex? Yep. We were going to join that, and then it ended up snowing. Yeah. So and we, couldn't do we did it the one year, and then... It was so much fun. It, it, was, it was a lot fun. of fun, yeah. yeah. Um, we almost got... Uh, we we, ha- we saw a coyote. Yeah. I was, he was out mousing, yeah. Yes. And uh, couldn't get him to come in any close. How far out was he? And he was on private. Uh, yeah, he, he was probably... Th- 300 yards out. I definitely private. would have shot at him with yeah. my 22 250, but he was on private. He might, he might not even been that far. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I he might have been 200. Yeah, I was thinking 250. Because you could, you could see him pretty yeah. jumping up in the air. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah people doing on the private nose probably wouldn't have gave a crap. They probably wanted to. They, they, they had, had yeah. horses and cows. Oh. But, um, anyways, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Aaron Lynch puts it on. Uh, I think he runs a some sort of podcast anyways. Uh, and then um, who's uh, Joe Hines? Uh, a local guy here that does yeah, a lot of goose hunting. Familiar. Uh, he is partners with Lutke, oh, and he yeah. is the other one that puts that on from Watertown. So it, it's really cool. Like, it's a statewide thing. As long as you're within the state of Minnesota, you can go hunt. I mean, yeah, they get a lot of guys. It's just it's a 48-hour deal. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think they scheduled it the weekend before or weekend after Cabin Weekend, and then I think we were going to do it the next year, and then they started right. scheduling it on Cabin Weekend, right. so we couldn't do it. But it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> And, like, they got, you know, restrictions, like, um, you have to put a board in their mouth so, like, they can, and then they take temperatures and stuff to make sure you haven't been storing it in your freezer. I mean, it's a dead oh. winter. But. Yeah. And then you can't just do, you can't just drive swamps and then blast them. So, in other words, they want you to try to call them call in. Call them in. And, and, you know, hopefully you're dropping them with one or two shots. But yep. if you bring a coyote in that's got, like, three rounds of shotgun shells through it and three rifle bullet holes like right. it was running, they don't count it. Really? So. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. It's fun. Now. My favorite part of the story is Corey and I hunted all day. <laughs> I mean, we hunted all day. We tried yeah. multiple spots. Yeah, because we we went out there like Friday yeah. night, and then we woke up early. Yeah, early. On One Saturday. of our spots had us up by the Clearwater area, so we had lunch at the uh, Keith's Kettle. Yep. I don't think it's there anymore. Nope, it's shut down. Oh, I had a delicious uh, uh, chicken tender melt sandwich. Oh, <laughs> so good! And then a cup of coffee, and then went yeah. back out the rest of the afternoon, and then we saved one of our better spots for after dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Landowski actually yeah, put us onto that, that spot. Yep. And uh, 
So we go down there and we we're doing a call series. Nothing comes in. Turn off the call for a little bit. So a little bit of backstory. Seth was running a rifle. I was running a shotgun right. with a four buck buckshot in it. So basically, like if it was close, it was mine. If it was far away, it was yeah. his. Right. So Corey's sitting probably about what eight five five to six yards from uh, me. Enough to where you could whisper. Yeah, basically. yeah. If we had to. <clears throat> yep. And so I got this call going. Uh, we pause for a little bit, fire it back up, and it's going for a good five minutes. Nothing's coming in. And all of a sudden, I look up, and this fox is just – I think it was a fox. I think I it remember, was. right? Yeah. yeah. Small – yeah, it was a fox. Came cruising in. I mean, just like on a string. Came running right in, and it was getting so close. I was like, I can't – like, I pull up my rifle. I'm like, I, I can't find it. I can't find it. And I just lower my gun and I look over like, oh, Corey's going to blast it. It's at yeah. like 25 yards. He's going to blast it. I look over. His chin is on his chest and his gun's on his lap and he's snoring. <laughs> he fell asleep, dude. I mean, in his defense, it's like can, 1230 at night. Can yeah. you shoot Fox? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Is there a limit? Or there, like season, uh, There's like more coyotes? restrictions yeah. on Fox than there is yeah. coyotes. Okay. Coyotes essentially have no restrictions no at restrictions. all. Right. Uh, or very that. little, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Fox do have a season. But uh, similar hunting strategies you can use for foxes, you can coyotes. Right. And so this fox comes in and Corey, you know, I like, shoot it. And yeah. Corey like yeah. wakes up like, what the F is going on? And I just saw like this movement and like a good hunter. I just pulled up <laughs> and shot at movement. But uh, like I remember he was like, shoot him. Shoot him. <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> I was like, ah, bang. And I look at him like, did I get him? He's like, no, you didn't get him. <laughs> did you see the BBs in the yeah. snow? Uh, and, you know, we weren't that upset because, like, I don't think fox counted. It was just a coyote contest. Right, yeah, we just wanted like, to shoot it. I don't know if we even would have got half a point or whatever, I, but it was I will, Okay, so, like, since your cousin, Ryan. You know, post all his traps. Who's and killing stuff. it? Yeah, yeah. He's, dude, oh yeah, he's having a bumper year. Dude, yeah. he he posts all that stuff on the community page. I know a couple of people are like, "Thanks for having him put that on there." I really hate to see the, them animals suffer like that and all this. And then some people are uh, commented to Tim and are like, "Oh, now we have to look forward to this again." Like this guy posting, you know, all these pictures of these coyotes and stuff he's getting every day, and I'm just like. Good for him. Like he's right, out right. doing it every right. day. Like it's not yeah. easy to That's do it. The like real he's world. busting his ass. Do you realize how many coyotes kill? Like, I know, and that's the and thing. Birds right. and ducks, and, and he geese went and pets. Yeah, like and he went through the podcast right. and said how it's just a foothold trap, yes. and it doesn't even hurt him. Like half no. the time he go, walks up to him, they're sleeping. Go right. back on there and look. He just released yeah. a fox. He had caught more fox oh, than he, he wanted to him? in an area, yeah. so he posted. Yeah, and he's like, I've already caught. Whatever his three quota. fox, yeah. no, not even his quota, his personal quota. Yes, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. like, I caught three in here. There's not that many fox around. Yeah, I'm gonna That's let this good, good management healthy one yeah, go. That is so good he for walked him. up there, put it in the in the snare or whatever, and then let it go, and, it, and that was it. Yeah, so I, I get it. It's just people like they think that like you're hurting animals, and it's like if you realize the damage that coyotes do. Like these people that bitch about, especially they, near urban areas, well, which is yeah. primarily where he's hunting. Like when when he first started, because he's in Illinois, right? Right. Posting a lot of yep. stuff when he goes out for work, he can correct me if he wants to. Most of his stuff is like right on the edge of city limits or within city limits when he's trapping. Because yeah. I, I remember him talking about it before. We had a conversation yeah. at your aunt's house about it. Like he's he's keeping them out of people's yards so they're not killing dogs. Yeah. And I challenge you, look at any one of his pictures and look at the trap. I will almost guarantee you will never find a drop of blood on any of the photos no, no. it doesn't look broke nothing it's not it, they're designed not to yeah it's actually illegal to have like the old school bear traps had <laughs> like teeth. teeth on yeah them. Right. you can't yeah. use those they have to be smooth he can talk much more it's about just, that than and i the can the reason why but... they have to be smooth is in case someone so you can let it go right in it and it snaps the dog's foot right. Right. it's not gonna hurt the dog right, right. same thing with the yeah. Now, like, it might not feel good initially, and they're going to try to get away, but the whole purpose of the traps nowadays is so you can let them go, so they can just yeah. go about their business, especially if you trap the wrong thing. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he's very good, and that doesn't happen very often, but it does happen, yeah. and you have to let him go. And, yeah, and you will not find a trapper, not that I've ever met, <laughs> that goes up to it and then pesters it. No. Oh, no. If they're going to dispatch it, they go up there... They dispatch it fast, mm-hmm. painless as possible. Yeah. Like, 
Some so, people don't realize too, like I uh, get it. for for instance, Minnesota. I'm sure this uh, regulation is among other states. If if it's trapping season and you have traps out, you have to check every, every. trap every day. Yep. Right. So <clears throat> if they do get in there, they're not in there very long before you know they have to come and check on it. Right. To I play was, devil, devil's advocate. Yeah. I understand why people when they see a picture. There, there's times where I see some of his pictures and I'm like, oh man, that's a beautiful looking coyote. Yep. Oh, like it ain't around anymore. It's yep. kind of a bummer, but it's it's necessary. Big deer aren't around exactly. after you shoot them every year like, either. Yeah. I can, yeah, exactly. So if you're being honest with yourself, if you're an outdoorsman, I don't I don't think you can honestly uh, discredit. He, wonder, do you think Ryan's got one hell of a fucking fur coat? Careful, careful. Like he just walked. Like cause you, what? You can't do that. Dude, anymore. Kid Rock style. Yeah. Just yeah, like just walking into yeah. a nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a coyote fur coat, and he's like all the haters. Dude. Like if he could get all the haters in one room, and he just walks in with like gangster paradise. Yeah. Dude, just walking through. If, if, if you knew my cousin, he would walk into a bar with a fur coat and American flag. Yeah, smoking yeah. a big yep. stogie. Not, <laughs> not on a flagpole, but like on a mammoth tusk. Like just yeah. America. Uh, I, I do feel like that's anything. It's it's easy just to look at something and automatically jump to assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know about it and and know the ins and outs, you you might be inclined to have a negative view sure. on it until you learn more about it. It's uh, uneducated. Gun, guns uneducated. would be another good example. Yeah. yeah. If you're not educated about guns, you might look at guns as being bad, but you're not educated and, about yeah. it. And here's my question: He takes these gorgeous photos of. That's of a really coyote cool. staring him down, like I'm in a trap. You're coming. You're coming into my circle here. It's a stare down, right? I under. I don't know if this is right. I understand how people might be ups, like kind of upset or like uncomfortable with that. But you know what's funny? I've never been uncomfortable when I see a guy standing by forty pelts on a board. No, right? Like I may, maybe what? I should drive down there when he's coyote hunting and yeah. let me release one. <laughs> get my yes, fear out it. of there. Yes. Get my fear of coyotes out love, of there. I'd love to see that. Like just imagine the adrenaline rush like walking up to a coyote Dude, oh, and you're or a fox and you're going to get rid of or, or oh, set yeah. it free. Right. And you got to snare it and like pin it down and try to grab its foot. Right. And like you're closer than probably 95% of the population will ever be to a coyote. Oh, for sure. Uh, like it's crazy. I think you should do I think you should do it but just like just in your boxers just so it's the most primal you can be with it so <laughs> get it on video just, just get like a, a with a stick like hanging a, out like of your jock like strap a, like a pelt with like a Pringles can <laughs> hanging down yeah. like just over the crotch like the Indians like a thong <laughs> two things I, I don't see how it can be uh, for like the people that get upset about it it's not a lot different than catching and releasing a fish like no. Fish don't really, most of the time, don't They're really get animal, hurt Corey. when they get released. The other thing, there are levels of outdoorsmen, right? Like, let's speak in generalities. Uh, you could have duck hunters and then a bow hunter, at least I would consider to be a little bit higher. They like they have to work harder at it. They usually are a little more vested. They're a little more knowledgeable. To be a trapper and to be as successful as Ryan, yeah. you have to have such a passion for the outdoors. You have to be so knowledgeable. To get a wild animal to step in a, let's just say, a four-by-four four circle. Right. Come on. Right. Seriously. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you have to be so invested. So, like, they really care about the outdoors. That's why they're doing this for population yep. control. I, Not to go on what you said, but you're gonna. I don't know if bow hunters are up a higher class than duck hunters with, like, the working hard part. I... I because, would say because, a, from because a management like, perspective, yeah, okay, because like I'm like, okay. I got out of duck hunting because I didn't want to go walk in fucking bogs. Well, they're die hard. Like, <laughs> you know, shit, like I right. want to just put right. a stand out there. I can drive from here to there, put on my clothes, walk out to my stand on not water, sure. and just like solid land. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yep. I just I know some people are listening. And be like, whoa, 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 I, whoa. I grind what my butt off. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I, I'm also not like <laughs> trying to put anybody that no. wants anything else down. You know, like yeah. if but, you had a cat, make it a category in your yeah, mind. No, right. that's how you. Well, that's that, that goes probably, and that's like your opinion on what you think. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty similar. Like I think trapping is right up there. Like you you're pretty much the, at some the of peak. these guys that even like not even coyote trapping, like beaver trapping, yeah. muskrat, like dude. They're out in the winter doing this yep. shit, plugging holes. Is I, I'm, huge I'm telling you, the day I 
Like and that's that, what I want to do when I retire. Like mm-hmm. that's what I would have to do. Oh, I got to start trapping or I'm just going to sit on the couch well, and die. And hey. that's like another thing. Do you think about the guys that trap beavers? That is way worse than people trapping freaking well, coyotes, well, like snares, snares like yeah. under the water, and they're yeah. literally suffocating the thing to death. Right? Probably right. shouldn't have. Probably shouldn't have brought that. <laughs> hey, it's the truth. <laughs> it is. It's uh, the no, truth. Though. I, I, yeah. I do. Get and it, when people, yeah. and then when people bitch about how this creek isn't running through their backyard yep. that they brought this property, which because you got a beaver that's dammed right. up, or now it's flooding your freaking right. backyard. I was just gonna say that when your dog gets eaten, and then you call and complain to the police, and the police calls the DNR. Who do you think the DNR is going to call? Uh, somebody like Ryan to <laughs> yep. come take care of the coyote. Yep. So yep. be careful how you're complaining. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good rant. Like, no, like, well, I've, like I've heard yep. people say that multiple times, and I'm like, just it, uh, stop. Here's the other thing. Anybody that doesn't like seeing so many of Ryan's pictures posted, get on there and post your own pictures and kick, yeah. kick them down in the line. Yeah. Have make a little contest. Post everything that you you kill, like hunting wise, like kill hike rabbits. See? Yeah. yeah, like anything, fish. It's, if you're a hunter, you know that what you're doing is for population control. Like, yeah, you might you might be eating, but like our food or just like how the or... government's doing with us with the vaccination. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna finish my thought. Cap all of that up. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll go on a different. So, like, to, to follow that up, my dad sends a lot of videos. To me about like conspiracy theories and stuff like he's anti like all that shit. Mm-hmm. And there's this documentary he sent a long time ago about like, oh, you have to watch this. You have rumble and all this. And it was like one of the first nights that we got the basement done. I was sitting in my chair and I was just about to fall asleep. It was like a Sunday night. It was like 1030 at night. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks about this documentary about the vaccination. Do you want to watch it? I'm like, sure. So, like, I put the laptop up to the TV. We watch it. She watched it. I slept through the whole thing. But, like, I saw enough of it where I'm like, I hope this shit ain't true. Right. <laughs> like, I hope this shit ain't true because yeah. it was freaking, like, nasty, like, bad. And I'm just like, it was like yep. creepy. people, like, dropping dead because of the vaccination was, like, putting, clogs or it was arteries like clo- or something. Was doing blood clots. Right. And it was, yeah. like, un- and it was, like, people from the uh, morticians and corners. Mm-hmm. That were like showing these videos or pulling like the shit out of people. Oh, it was sure. just like, Ugh. right. Ugh. And I like, and then, so, and then I'm like, I'm like, holy God, she doesn't get like all freaked out about oh, yeah. this. I'm like, that's the last thing I need right now. <laughs> yeah. But she wasn't, but I was just like, the world is fucked up. <laughs> like, I, I, like, it could be completely bogus. And like, I'm just right. like, this is. But just, now it's in your head. Yeah. You know, I thought for sure you were going to say, and as we're watching it, my dad texts me a link to the same document. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same thought. No. You guys should check this no, out. No, I, I sent him. like, oh, we're watching this. This uh, I was like, hey, we're watching the documentary on Rumble. He sends back, which one? <laughs> like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> Sits in his basement all the time and just constantly watches this stuff. Oh, dude. But anyways, moving on to the next thing. Seth and I made a game. Oh, yeah. It's called Kick-Ass at Kickoff. And this is where... Seth came to the house tonight, and See he had to take his sweatshirt off and all this stuff. And I'm like, what did you run from your truck into the house? He's like, just came back from the gym. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, we got to talk about this little game we made. So I'll let Seth lead this one. Oh, geez. I don't have the notes. You know what? Well, like the basic of it. So here's what I've always wanted to do I can pull them up thing. if you want. And again, not like Kenny and I, we're going to spurts, right? Oh, let's get, let's, let's work on our fitness. Let's and then have like a little gay yeah. thing. Once, <laughs> I think it's important. We to should live together. Out. Keep your health up. You're young. Stay healthy. So one of the thoughts I had was I've always wanted to like go to the gym or get on the treadmill at the kickoff of a football game and knock it off till the game's over. Okay. In my mind, I'd run the whole time, but that, that in theory could be a marathon. It could be a marathon depending on how fast you run. Um, Especially with the Vikings. Yeah. Right. And so we came up with this game where basically you do a coin flip at the beginning of that, right before kickoff. Okay. Kenny would like, it's Monday Night Football. Him and I are going to go to the gym. He picks Team A. I get Team B. And then here's how it would work. We'd start. I'm not going to go through every line, yeah, but basically this is how it would work. We'd pick a, a speed to start at. Okay, we're going to jog at five or whatever. And then every time, let's say I have uh, Team A. Every time Team B gets a first down, I got to up my speed by 0.1 miles per hour. Every time they get a touchdown, I got to up it by 0.6 miles Yo. per hour. 
every time my team gets an interception or a sack, my speed would go down. So basically, we just put a point value to everything <laughs> yeah. good for the opposite team and everything bad for your own team. I see it going to halftime, and that's it. Dude, well, no, also, no, if, oh, no, if, if, no. if the opposite team gets a sack, you should get to punch the other guy in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> that makes shit real interesting. We, came, we, we went came, through it. Yeah, we came, we went through this, and then uh, we did a little uh, – Mac pulled up, like, the box score of a couple football games, and it was actually, like, legit, like – you're just pretty much walking the whole time. Yeah, you. Yeah. But like we, the biggest thing that we did was for like if you're a Vikings fan, if you miss an extra point, you have to go up an incline, one whole incline. Right. And I think we start at two. Right. So like by the time we did the end of the box score, I think it was a Vikings Patriots game. We were at like a five incline because of missed field goals and extra points, right. but we were only at like. 2.5 speed. Right. That's because like a professional sports. Dude. Football I, is boring. Football. <laughs> Dude, do the it with NFL. any game you want. Do it with whatever you want. I'm do, just you saying, do it with baseball. You it just, seemed every strikeout, you got to up it and if, incline. Or if something. people are out there and they're like, I, I hate just going for a nature walk or they're <laughs> bored, but you like a sport. Or a show. You can do it with a... How about a drinking Dude, game? put on Game of Thrones, and every time somebody dies, you got to go up a mile per hour. Every time you see a boob. I was going to say, every time you see a boob. Sign me up. I will play that game. Every time you see a boob. Corey sends a Snapchat, and he's just sprinting. I can't take <laughs> boobs. Oh, good. Oh, good. A wiener. I can slow down five miles an hour. Like, yeah, I don't know. Make a game out well, of it, Well, for Corey, he's got to go up five miles an hour. <laughs> good, good for you guys for being healthy. Don't, don't confuse. Like, good for you guys for oh, doing no. that. I still think you're idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's our game. We'll, we'll, we'll do we it have here. to do it at some point. We'll do it and give a feedback. And then I also we should do it think for the uh, playoffs. I'm gonna put. Oh, oh, I love that idea. I'm gonna put this spin on it though. Oh. Ready? At the end of it all, whoever has the most miles logged, that's how you win. Oh, you can't deviate from the score chart. Yep. Okay. So like that's the weird part. So you want the you can lose but want, still yeah, win. Yeah. Exactly. So. Mm. Or, or we do it where the least amount of miles logged wins. So, anyways, yeah. it's just something fun to try. I like that. I really like that. Uh, Corey, you should come over sometime. Should yeah, Corey? It sounds like a Except real... Except for now we got to figure out gym memberships because I don't, I'm no longer a member. I'll do it on my treadmill at home. That's that? what we thought about, too. Like, we could face FaceTime each other, and you could turn the TV. He could have his, and us three could do a FaceTime, and we could all be on a treadmill and doing it at your like, house. Oh! Like, oh, you, guys got, up. you got anything going on? Oh, no, the kid's going down at uh, 7 o'clock or whatever. All right. Well, the this yeah. game's on tonight. Yeah. Corey gets the ref, so how many missed calls they get. Right. <laughs> you got to fucking right. sprint or. She do it, yeah. Corey. Corey's in good shape. Like, he Corey kind of makes me jealous. He's, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm he, not in good shape. I don't want to because. I like, should. For, My wife would hunting, be like, you should do that. You should do that. For hunting and ice fishing, like pulling fish houses out with sleds. I, I'm sure you should <laughs> Actually, take I just, the four-wheeler. I, in our group text, I made the comment, uh, Eric doesn't listen to this, so I'll just call him out. <laughs> I am sick and tired <laughs> of having to drag the fish house out because old man Eric just, oh, I just can't do it. That's it. I really, we need, like... I think the last two years we either couldn't get snowmobiles out or didn't because of ice conditions. And I'm so sick and tired of dragging it. And let me guess, every year he goes, <coughs> damn it, man. Yeah, just go ahead. Leave me here. Leave me here. I got to do something about it. I, I, I swear, next year I ain't going to pull this shit. I'm going to be in shape. Yeah. No, am I? I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start using the bike that I used to have when I was a you know, <laughs> breakdown mechanic. I'm going to get rid of that cart. Hey, Eric. How long have you been using that cart? <laughs> yeah, still using the cart, not using the bike. <laughs> now, is this the same guy? Does he look at you and go, you want some fireball? Yeah, same guy. Yep. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. Well, maybe to end this podcast here, Corey brought a little treat over. Did you cook this before you put it in here? I did. Okay. So I've made it a few times. It has been a, a little while since I've, I didn't make it, I don't think, for the last two years. The recipe says you're supposed to boil it for a little while, and and it says could take up to two hours. Well, it doesn't take long to boil strips of venison. Yeah. So, no, maybe you're not supposed to slice it before you boil it. Probably Anyways, not. I mean, so, I boiled it for like five or ten minutes. I made sure I didn't overboil it, so it, you know, a little red. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's some pink in it, but I, I think I got it all up to at least one fifty five or one sixty five. So you it's ever fully had this cooked before. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, you're good. No, but I'm just saying I've never tried. Uh, so honestly, he brought the pickled heart over, right? And I love 
pickled fish. I love all that shit. I've never eaten a pickled red meat, period. So, so if, if me. you... Oh, you haven't? So and you've let, never had this? I nope. thought you did. No. Oh. Nope. Pardon me. No, I thought here. that... Uh, so if you get a thick piece, you'll taste some venison. Honestly, you're just going to taste the pickling. You should get a fork I was gonna say, and I'll a plate. Re- Hold on. I'll just... I'll text... Oh, I'm, I'm better off. Don't, I'm better off. Don't text your pregnant <laughs> wife to get de- Give me some forks. Yep. Don't make right, me open man. that can. Yeah. I'll get the cast iron, I swear. He's running up the stairs like a kid that woke up on Christmas morning. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Yep. Good times. Yeah, man. Freaking bowl season. It's going to wrap up here in it three weeks. It is going to wrap up. We were just talking about... Uh, if you guys are thinking about doing any Western hunts, some of that stuff ends really soon here. Yes. Uh, some of them have Start actually closed, right, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, um, doesn't doesn't Wyoming close the... It all depends what you're going for. The elk closes in January. Sure. So Not a lot of time. Yeah, not a lot of time. Like, I mean, yes, you you have a few weeks, but... <clears throat> Start reading now. Right. <laughs> Start reading if you haven't looked into it now. Right. Find your zones. Sign up to your... your uh, GoHunt.com. Yep. 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 And do your research. What's it in? Get your applications in. Make your plans. Find your buddies. Who's going with who? Yep. Corey, you've been you've been bugging me for two years to try to do a mule deer. I I really, really want to try to go out mule deer hunting in 2023. Like I I really feel like I need to make it happen. To I feel like if I don't do it in 2023, it's going to be another five years, and then not that 40 is old. I'll be 41. It just it all gets. It would be much easier to do it now. Same with an elk trip. Right. I can't afford an elk trip, but like, it's only gonna get harder the older I get. Right. So, dude, Mike Zimmer's kid just died at age thirty six or thirty eight. It's crazy. So forty is freaking old. So enough of this crap. The get onions, out there and do onions it. Onions are really good. Get some onions in there. Be a onions man. There was only one person I worked with that was man enough to take some. Oh, of this I'm stuff. just gonna let that stuff sit in your gut for a few minutes, and then I'll. It's been pickled. What's it? Two or three weeks now. It's Have been... you eaten some? Yeah, I brought it into work. How many days ago? Seth, you're going to say Last no week. to deer heart? Oh, I didn't say I was going to say no. I'm just going to say. Are you trying some new diet? I ain't myself yet. <laughs> Are you trying some new diet? I'm no, no. Like, this will probably it's not the, funky at all. Like Honestly, you'll get more of the sweetness because there's good. like a cup of sugar in there. It's 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 more sweet and vinegar right. than anything. No, it, I'm I, sure I, it's I would good. honestly, I would try the thicker piece first because you're more likely to get a better like venison taste out of it. Okay, is this your first bite coming up? For for those first of bite. you that oh, yeah. have, everyone knows the rules. Okay, yeah, one bite. For, for those of you that have never tried deer heart, it tastes exactly like venison. It is still a muscle. It doesn't taste right. any whether you fry it in no. a pan. Nothing. The only thing about frying, in my opinion, is it's a little tough. There's some of the smaller pieces are a little tough. His, but like his face is approving. That's good. It is. It, I got it, I got a deer heart. Okay, in the I'm a, I'm it's it's most it's mostly sweet. Corey, if I'm freaking puking tonight, I'm gonna do it. I'm telling you, no, dude, no, it it it's cooked. It's fully like, cooked. Yeah, I'm I look, sure it's I looked just at fine. it. Yeah, but it's like, been in the refrigerator the it whole time. It tastes like what you would think it would taste like. It tastes like pickled venison. Yeah, like, you it's, get the it's venison not taste gamey. And the, it's freaking good. Yeah, I'm telling okay, you. First bite. Here we go. Way with the future. You, you've eaten heart before, so like okay, this so shouldn't be a surprise. I've had pickled fish that was almost too pickle flavored. Sure. This is perfect. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. It's now I, I mentioned before it's not my recipe. It's Dude. a friend of ours. She's really picky about like I lo- recipes, so I can't give it out. <clears throat> She'd I, probably be mad if she knew that Nick gave it to me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. She won't give recipes out. Okay. Can I rant about those kind of people yeah. real quick? You talk about We've the ranted about plenty of stuff. What the, the frick one is wrong? Up, upstairs she does that. Dude, okay. Mariah, I love you, but Get, get, get whoa, your whoa, crap whoa. figured out in, in a friendly kind of way. Um, I don't understand the people that don't share a recipe. What, are you going to become Betty Crocker? You're going to put it in a book? You're going to sell it for a million dollars? Oh, it's my grandma's recipe. Well, your grandma was a selfish bastard. Like, <laughs> share the recipe. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, oh, you're, I've got this delicious You're also the to, type to like share any hunting spot. Like, no, Yes and no. Hunting right? and fishing spots. Like, this other person that we know. Would be less inclined to do that. Sure. He's not going to give fishing spots sure. away. I no, get like that. you probably have more to gain from a fishing and hunting spot, right? I'll I get give that. Him that. That I can see. But yeah, like recipes. Like, wouldn't you want people to enjoy the stuff that you're? Dude, I don't like. Especially no. if it's really good. I want to have the best souffle at the party. I want to have the best cookies at the party. I sure. can't give it away. What the frick, man? 
I'm I'm at Max Mom for like the second time. Oh, ever, yeah. And she she gives him a little loaf of banana bread, and I was like, oh, I love banana bread. So she hands me a loaf. I take a big bite right away because I'm a gentleman, and it's like the best. In some banana. cultures it's, that would be considered. It's, it's some of the best banana bread I've ever had. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna tell you, I have a loaf upstairs, I, dude. I just made. Do you want some loaves. banana bread, Corey? It's so you good. You want to test up? To it this? is. You, you, I, I honestly. I'll be totally honest. If, if your mom was listening, I have very high standards right. when it comes to banana bread. The I same know. lady that gave this recipe, remember when we helped yep, him I'm, drag the deer out? Yep. We got little, little pans of banana <laughs> bread for helping him drag a deer yeah. out. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very picky. It's got to be moist. It, it's dude, moist. I know. Yeah. But she, I'm not even going to say her name because that's probably too close to the recipe to probably. even share. Yeah. Um, she would never give it. Like, nope. It took her years to give it. I don't think, I know if she's even given that to her daughter-in-law, right? Probably. Mac, I met your mom the second time. I was oh, like, this yeah. best banana bread of all time. She said, wait here. I'll write down the recipe and hands it to me. It's the banana wait, bread I've been making ever that, since. That, I think that banana bread recipe is uh, my great grandma's Oh my gosh. recipe. Now, I will say oh in this lady's gosh. defense, maybe she likes to be the lady that has the best food and she likes it when people come to her and she likes to cook those recipes I, for people. I, so I, I'll give I'm her a little sure, credit as far as sure, that goes. Okay. Like, you like my my banana bread? I'll make you some. Like, she likes being that person. I guess yeah. I just don't get it. I guess I just don't. I don't. Well, like Mariah, understand it, Mariah. <laughs> like, there's some healthy. Like, she made. Uh, I don't know if I ever spinach gave lasagna. It's did delicious. She, did you get that? Yeah, recipe? she gave it to me. Okay, she, now she made. Sounds uh, gross. It was a no, sweet, super good sweet potato shepherd's pie. Ooh. And it was really good. And I'm like, yeah. oh, we got to give up this recipe. And she's like, no. And I, and I, and I felt like giving her crap and being like, why? Because you you sat on Pinterest for too long? Yeah, you, like, you put the work in on Pinterest? <laughs> but she's got some dynamite recipes. Like, she cooks. That's what I'm fortunate enough is I don't have to worry about ever making dinner. Like, tonight she's like, we had uh, fajitas, like, the last two days. I love me a good vagina. I know. I had it for, for lunch and dinner. And I'm like, all right. Chicken fajitas are all done. <laughs> and uh, she's like, okay, what do you want uh, for dinner tomorrow? I'm like, I don't, I don't really care. So she's making, um, it was going to be some chi- venison chili soup. Oh, can I come over for dinner? Or it's, uh, what's it? um, they're like the little cheese things. Like they're like pasta filled with cheese. Oh, uh, what's the name of them? Raviolis. Yeah, but there's a different name for it. Uh, Noki? I don't know. Anyways. But she's making that soup. Tortellini. Tortellini. Tortellini yeah, soup. Yeah. And it's so freaking good. I like, like tortellini. She's like, what about tortellini soup? I'm like, yeah, it's supposed to be like 20 degrees. And at night, it's really freaking cold by the time I get home. Should have called oh, you guys yeah. over for some homemade soup. Oh, Dude, yeah. I'm just And gonna... she does that too. Like, oh, not sorry. Oh, but good. like to get back on like the whole like uh, can thing, like mm-hmm. nickel. Cream of mushroom, cream of chicken, all that stuff she makes from scratch. What? Yeah. That's impressive. It is way better. Like anytime she makes venison. Cream of mushroom soup, she makes it all from freaking scratch. So my, my wife has told me that there's been very few things that I've ever made that she hasn't. Like, you, like usually she would say that my cooking is much better than hers. I'm not trying to give myself a humble brag or anything. But I, I would say I also put, not that she doesn't put effort in, but, like, I would be more willing to make cream of mushroom soup from scratch where she will always take the easy, quick route. Yeah. You know? And I was like, well most times the more work you put in the more rewarding it is in the end yep very true with cooking if you make something from scratch like that it's likely gonna be better i'm not saying that it wouldn't always be that case but it is it is way better yeah yeah i believe it uh give me some of that heart (laughs) go get some banana bread go get some fajitas because now i'm hungry i'll go get i'll go get a slice banana a couple slices of banana bread for the record try on air Mac, because mom does listen to it, but hey, she's a she bring, likes. bring the loaf. <laughs> yes, don't be stupid. I don't think Mariah's gonna appreciate that. For the record, if <laughs> we'll appreciate it, just like a hunting spot, if somebody gave me a recipe and was like, "Please don't share this with anybody," I wouldn't. Right? I just don't understand why people wouldn't share a recipe. Like, I get like, there's people I don't like, so I might not give them the recipe. Mm-hmm. But like, hey, good family friend, or <laughs> just a good per- like, uh, hey, you seem like a decent person. Oh, you asked for my recipe? Yeah, here it is. Like, I hear you. if my mother-in-law, I think she's probably got a couple of recipes she might be a little secretive of, or my own mother, who doesn't really have recipes, she kind of just wings it, like goes off memory. She doesn't write a lot down. Sure. Um, but if she did, if she had five secret recipes, it's grandma's old donut recipe, nobody can know about it. If she had all these secrets, the, d- the day she died, 
I'd go scan all that stuff into my computer and I'd post it on everything I could find. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why you'd hide it. It my, doesn't uh, make sense to me. So my dad's mom was an excellent cook. Now, she also put, I'm I'm being very literal, about a stick of butter into every recipe she ever Delicious. made. So, oh, Seth's breaking off the bitch fizz here. Uh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> White Claw. She had these, um, she, she called them her buffalo wings, but they're, there's zero buffalo sauce in them, right? So it's grandma's buffalo wings. It's, okay. it's it's more like a like a spicy dry rub. There is Tabasco in there, but like that was a big one. She loved being the lady that would make these things. And I would say a couple of years before she died, they got all of her recipe books. You know, like a lot of them, very stereotypical. The uh, the note cards, everything's written in the borders, yep. and they made a whole recipe book. That's cool. copied like the Betty Crocker, like red and white sure. plaid classic Betty Crocker book and made all of her recipes. That's and, cool. Like, and like gave them to all, uh, was it all of the siblings? Yep. And, like, yeah, she got That's emotional. Super cool. Oh, it was super cool. That's awesome. My mom has that and I want that. Like, yeah. I don't want my mom to die, but when she does, I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went up there and I said, all right, I got to I gotta get some banana bread. I said, we might need to get some more banana bread. You did. She's like, You what? didn't put it in the microwave with any butter so what? it's warm like it just came out of the oven? <laughs> Jesus. Now what I know, are you now doing I know with your life, you don't Mac? Need to. And uh, she's like, oh, she's like, what? No. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, Corey wants a piece. A really thin piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guest. <laughs> I was like, he's really so, picky with banana bread. No no joke, dude. This weekend when I had the kiddos, yeah. like I was like, hey, kids, we're making banana bread today. I had six, six or seven <laughs> bananas in the freezer. It must be pretty good. Dude, I made nine loaves of that. Dude, and like uh, what, mini what, loaves. What mini was, loaves. That was her secret was she makes the mini Can loaves. Can you say this? Yeah. Okay. She, she, yeah. Like, she obviously gave it to you right now. I know, but I'm, I don't know her recipe. I've never made it, but she goes, I make it in the mini loaves. Mm-hmm. So yes. it stays moist. Yes. Like that stays so moist that you got to eat it right away. Otherwise, it will mold. Right. right. Unless you freeze it. That's very moist. The recipe she wrote down. <laughs> Is it good, Corey? The recipe she wrote down in my oven, cook, uh, like if I set it for that time, the 30 or 40 minutes, it's 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 more done than it usually. Yeah. It's more like 32 minutes. Is it? That's what I need to make it at. So, so good. Being You're a, a snobby banana. I hope you guys didn't want any. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's all you, man. Um. Here's how my snobbiness banana bread can be. So I got the butt of the banana bread loaf, right? Yeah. Here's how you know it's good banana bread. Typically, the butt of Go, the of, of, of any loaf is the most dry. Right. And then it gets more moist in the center. Right. With as moist as the butt is, yeah. Eh, yeah. I'm surprised that <laughs> like the inside isn't like still oh, gelatinin. <laughs> Dude, that, that's gelatin. gelatinous. Gelatinous. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. Gelatinous. Yes. Dude, do you remember the day she gave me the recipe? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Because we're up there and she hands us both a loaf and we eat it. Mm-hmm. Like a just on and the just, spot. Yeah. yeah. And then she had given him two or three and we're halfway back from St. Cloud and he goes, F it, I'm having another one. And he opens the second little loaf. Oh, no. Wow. That is, so that is good. very good. Well, and that's yeah. the thing is, so let me know where you stand on this. I like it when she puts chocolate chips Mm-mm. in the banana bread. Nope. Yep. My Sacrilegious. Wife took, nope. Dude, my wife took the recipe that your mom made, and she wrote in blue ink, a different ink, in between the two stages of, of mixing chocolate it. Chocolate chips. Chocolate chips. Yeah. Shame on you. Stupid. little chocolate now, chips. Yes. I'm not saying it makes it bad. It doesn't make it bad. I, uh, like I would still, disagree I would still strongly. eat it, but it does not add to it. And it, it to adds me, sweet chocolate. To me, it makes goodness. it not as good. Would you put anything other than salt and pepper on ribeye steak? Yeah. No, it's nope. good by its dang <laughs> self. Yeah, I agree. Quit trying to dress it up. Chocolate chips. So her family are chocolate. My, my wife's family, chocolate, chocolate fanatics, right? Like they just put it in everything. And they made banana bread. And I dug my heels in and stood my ground. They're like, Corey, yep. you want a piece? I'm like, no. It's got chocolate chips in it. I don't want any of that garbage <laughs> do banana I look, bread. Do I look like I'm four years old? No. Right. I, I just. I about lost it. This plain th- and simple banana bread. Like that, I wouldn't change a thing about right. it. Brian, you have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't she change a thing about it. it. My mom did. Uh, oh, I thought you said it was Mariah. No, Mariah said don't oh. eat all of it. Oh. My, my. Well, mom, kudos. Mom, mom kudos, listens. Max mom. I don't Dude, know her name. Kudos. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Yeah. 
It's uh, fantastic. Thanks for the recipe. My family, my children, the joy in my children's faces as we eat this banana bread never would have happened <laughs> if she was a selfish bia like so many people and didn't share the recipe. So thank you for sharing and shame on anybody that doesn't. Shame. All right, that's all I have to say. All right. Well, end there. That, that, that's it. That's what. <laughs> that, that's that's we're gonna end it. That's that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> sure. Yep. That's fine. What else do you guys want to talk about? We got. I guess. What are we doing? How are we doing for time? Uh, we, uh let's see. Let's leave it to nine, listeners. Do you guys want to hear more? Do you guys want to hear some more? Hey. Oh, they do. Okay, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> the other thing I was thinking about, we haven't done a um, where a viewer comes on in a little while. That's we just talked true. about that the other day. Yeah. Uh, so another last one of those. night, actually. Well, let's face it. We're about, what, three weeks out of Mac having a baby. Well, five, four to five weeks out based on the due date of you having a kid already. Right? The 19th. Of January. Yeah. So oh, Man, maybe it's going to be part of my birthday. When's your birthday? The 13th. We Ooh. had this conversation. You never. I don't That's remember. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what's he's... funny? You know what's funny is I don't remember them having a birthday or a diaper party coming up until I came over here the other Friday. <laughs> and he's like, you coming to the, uh, the diaper party? I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but on the calendar for weeks. He had mentioned on a podcast when we did it in your trailer or something, and yeah. I totally forgot all about I it. I think it was actually when I was no. I was in the garage. It was, it was uh, when you when you got your hat. Yeah, I, I called ah, in. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. And so like, I literally put on my phone, and I was like, what's up with this diaper party? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, when's that? She's like, next weekend. I was like, oh. <laughs> totally forgot. They'll probably get on top of that. So I text Max. like, oh, didn't you get the Facebook invite? I was like, that said every person ever that forgot to send a Facebook invite about I didn't, a party. I didn't, I didn't create the group. So. Right. Anyways, yes, I am going to that. I'm going to bring some diapers over. Nice. Adult ones for myself. And I, uh, baby ones for well, you. you're going to need it because I'm going to get like uh, a guy from work had a diaper party. And I didn't do the research. He did. He said it was like 300 bucks for a keg. Yeah. What? What? That's what he said. That seems super expensive. Yeah. Really? Otherwise, back, yeah. Back in the day, you could get a keg for about one hundred twenty-five bucks with like a thirty-dollar, a hundred to one hundred twenty-five, and then a tw- like a twenty-five-dollar tap deposit. Yeah. Now, if if you get the CO two and all, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what your rent, but I don't know. Post COVID, it might be more. Three hundred seems wicked. He expensive. said three hundred bucks for that. So instead of doing that, I'm just gonna go get ten cases of bushlight because there's seven cases in a keg. If you call, maybe uh, you know. I don't what? want. I'd, I'd rather do the bushlight because then I can keep it here, right? For like uh, on nights it, like tonight. It's, it's too late at this. Well, and I'd hate. I almost don't like keg beer because I get so full, right? And the hangover is horrible. So it can't. Yeah. Now sometimes you get the hangover with keg beer because it's that crap three two stuff. Well, I'm going to go to the liquor store and buy... It's probably because you're doing keg stands. That's why you're not <laughs> I was at a wedding, and uh, the same guy had a wedding. Uh, when was it? In April. And he had bush light on tap. I got so sick and so full. Like Yuck. I didn't, I had to take... I took my shoes off. I took my shirt off in the car. <laughs> like, when I was driving me home, I thought I was going to barf on 94. You've never been drunk until you've puked out of your buddy's pickup, <laughs> sprayed the side of his pickup, Rode in an elevator with your other buddy's wife, and then showered in all of your, <laughs> your tuxedo. Oh, it wasn't my wedding. <laughs> whose buddy? Happened. Whose buddy's truck was it? Was it yours? My truck. I, <laughs> all over the, all was over it the Jackie side. Jackie too? No, no, no. You no. rode the elevator with Jackie. <laughs> no, yeah, I barfed all over the side of Seth's truck. Like oh, I rolled the window <laughs> down right as we we're coming into Hinkley, and everyone's like, "Are you all right?" I was like. Yeah, I just need some fresh air. Yeah, <laughs> and literally, like I just like I was I was passed out the whole time, and I just kind of woke up like, oh, this is nice. And then I just remember thinking, ooh, <laughs> dude, we didn't even know he had puked. Like he was so quiet. Yeah, like it was like dark, literally you know, like my, the window was down the whole drive just my, in case. My chin was like on like the window seal, like <laughs> yeah. the rubber seal, and it was like <laughs> like to the point where we we got to the hotel. And like I pull up to the front door to drop everybody off before I parked out <laughs> back, and I and I open I open my door to go let him out. He's sitting behind the driver's seat. And I was like, "Dude, he puked everywhere, <laughs> dude!" It was between the box and the cab and yeah. the window. No, and, so oh. wor- worst part is, so I, I I bought him a gift card for like three car washes because I felt horrible, right? And uh, he's like, he, he, he's there. like, you know, I'm not, I'm honestly not even mad that you puked on the side because like you yeah. did right, like bought me the car washes, everything, and like it just washes off. 
He's like, the worst part is like the seal of the window like, oh. it got down in yeah. the door. Yeah. It was in nasty. the door. So it then I nasty. felt horrible. So every anyway, time so- you roll the window up, there's a little chunk <laughs> that comes out. I had I had vomit all over me. Like I I still have like my what well, wasn't a tuxedo, it was this uh just like a nice dress shirt and a vest, I yeah. think. Uh and it's all over me. People wouldn't get in the elevator with me to go up <laughs> oh the casino. God. Like like people walked in and walked out. So uh, our our uh, friend's wife Shelly's like, oh, I'll write up with Corey, and like it reeked like <laughs> vomit. So then, you know, like any good husband, uh, we get back to the room, and Emily wants nothing to do with me. She's like, right, she's so, so upset mad. that yeah. I, I, I Why do you let yourself get to that point? <laughs> so I literally I go into the bathroom, I turn the shower on, I don't take any of my clothes off because I want to make sure I wash all this off. And she walks into the bathroom, and she's like, "Where are your clothes?" And I was like, I just don't want you to be disappointed in me. (laughs) I was like trying to wash it all off of my clothes. And yeah, I mean, just as soon as they were all wet and clean, I took them off and yeah, I came out like a half an hour later, and she's so, like, "I'm sorry, baby. I didn't I'm so sorry. I don't want you to be disappointed." Telling his whole to life story yeah. to his wife again. I remember just standing in the shower, like, oh, "I'm such a disappointment. dude." <laughs> the, it's so important to have like we had a group of uh, six people that rode in my truck on the way back, three couples, and it's so important to have one person like Corey stage because yeah. me and the other guy were well, I was driving, so I was fine. Yeah, Jackie had quite a few. Nick was pretty lit. Yeah, but we all look like like a gentleman compared to Corey. Compared to me, yeah, yeah. You guys looked very, oh, yeah, very, we good. Looked very yeah. good. You can always so. count on me to be that yeah. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good times. Right. Yeah. Good times. All right. Well, I think we should wrap it up now. Yeah. Okay. But welcome to the board. <laughs> welcome. Oh jeez! Hey, you can no longer give me shit oh, no. about messing the intro up because you mess the outro hey, up. The, he said the, welcome correctly. He but, said border correctly. But the best part is, is I can just edit that out. <laughs> well, I yeah. think we're gonna end there with border outdoors. I'm Mac. I'm Seth, and I'm Corey. <laughs> we'll giving talk- Mac the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Border Outdoors podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Be sure to join, follow, and share the Border Outdoors Facebook community page. Please leave us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred podcast hosting site. Be sure to tune in next week to see what the guys are talking about. Come.